Hello and welcome to everybody else at the podcast for a brand new episode this week. Uh, we'll be chatting about, and again, another big Euro-vic- Euro victory. Not on the night, but obviously through to the next round uh, against Red Star Belgrade, um, which seen as drew against Braggers. We'll give our thoughts on the game and then the draw. Uh, we'll talk about Dundee away. It seemed to have been such a straightforward fixture, but we made it hard for ourselves. A lot to talk about there, protests and, and you name it, so we'll get into that as well. And then obviously international break now, no no game to look forward to for a couple of weeks. It was essential to get the three points yesterday and then we can move on to the international break and not have to have the added pressure going into an old firm game even further behind than we already are. So uh, we'll talk about the players that will be going away in international break as well. Um, but aye, if you do enjoy it as always, if you'd like, like, subscribe and share about, very much appreciated. So on to the Red Star game then. Uh, Red Star... Uh, they think they made one or two changes to the team that they played at Ibrox. And they were obviously playing on Monday, so it gave them a chance to rest a few players for that one, get their big players like Katai uh, back in for Thursday. Um, and just the whole sort of day was was nerve-wracking, uh, waiting until that time during the day. And the team comes out, same team, you know you have to keep it tight. It feels like it would have been better with a 3-0 deficit going with 3-0 but it's just even more nerve-wracking because of the hostile venue I mean the walk up to the tunnel the the atmosphere I thought was fantastic for their home support a really good venue to play in um, and, and it was definitely hard work on the night because they came right as uh, as we expected um, I don't feel like they had loads of the loads of chances within like, before they scored but they were definitely coming after us they get the goal which is Sloppy, as we go out for a, a corner and Morelos just totally miscues the header and, and they go 1-0 up. At that point, I mean, the, the sweat starts running down your face. <laughs> it does, mate, but I tell you what uh, was more annoying, I was a bit upset with Rangers, is where was, why was I not showing Connor Goldson celebrating in front of their fans? That's what was going to make the night for me. I'm sorry, no, listen, it's, I don't know if I blame Morelos for a goal, to be honest with you. I just think all around it was the defence sort of went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Just a, a lacking concentration. But as, as I said, Jack, doesn't matter. Ryan Kent slides it through, puts it in the net. And um, all the way to the final, hopefully. Fingers crossed. No, no, I hope so. I hope um, this run doesn't just stop now and we actually go, go for it. Um, we're in a good position to go through again, obviously, but... Uh, there was signs against obviously Red Star that we need to improve defensively with the ball as well in an environment like that I just felt that keeping the ball was was a, was an issue in the middle of the park Ryan Jack Kamara Lundstrom none of them were really passing it on and, and making it uh, Morelos had the chance obviously when it went by the post but apart from that the first half was, was sort of non-existent for us going forward um, they had they had a good few chances Al McGregor digging us out a lot, a lot of times in that first half um, they had the one for Ivanic the, just straight after the goal. Like they literally got the ball back and went straight up. Great save around the post. Piccini, uh, just towards the end of this, this the first half, uh, Pavkov and always through one-on-one and somehow put it by the post. Like There was plenty of opportunities for them to go and, go and score, but um, I, we got lucky in a lot of times during this two, two legs. Like, very, very lucky. Came out in the second half. Me and you were speaking, we thought... Maybe it's time for, for a Ramsey to come on. Maybe even a Scott Arfield at the time just to maybe keep it tight in the middle of the part and get a bit of possession and actually hold the ball and move on. But uh, again, they came for us again. Uh, they had that one at the corner. McGregor tips away. They had 
uh, Omar Wanfold, he was literally through. Calvin Bassey was the wrong side, and I'm like, no, what are you doing, man? And then he slides it through, and the guy doesn't get it. It's all about luck, to be honest, in these two ties. I mean, they could have scored about 10 goals against us <laughs> like easily, and, and we got away with it a lot of times. And then it, all it took was just one breakup. Ryan Kent does what he does, breaks up the, the park. The guy pulls his hamstring, and he's, he's hobbling back. Can he catch him? Uh, Kent gets the all-important goal that that sends us through. Sends us through, mate. And, uh, aye. No, I, I honestly, watching the game, as you say, could have scored 10. It could have ended up like the game last season in Belgium. Um, thank God I didn't. Um, but no, credit to Al McGregor, as I say, fantastic game for McGregor all round. Saved us countless times, not only in that game, but throughout many seasons, as we, we've said. Um, Connor Goldson, I thought, was all right as well. Um, if mm-hmm. I can remember. Just disappointed we never got to see the celebrations of him in front of their fans, because it's, it's quality banter. Um, but no, nah, I'm just I'm buzzing, mate, that we're through. Um, we've got a real chance now. The team we've played before. Um, I know everyone's sharing the Kevin Nash. Um, pretend to be injured, Yanis Hadji. So, I mean, I, I know Yanis has liked it as well. So, no, it'd be nice to obviously see Yanis play, but obviously we can't. So, no, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this fixture. And then, for all, all counts, it seems like Braga are, are even more a, a dangerous out, outside than, than what we played them last mm-hmm. time. So, it should be a good a good tie, hopefully, with the Rangers going through. Uh, it's definitely going to be an, an interesting one. Braga, although they did finish second in Red Star Belgrade's group, so you could say. Well, obviously, if we'll beat the, the group winners there, look, surely we should be beating second in the group. But um, I feel they've improved since we last played them. Um, lost a few players, though. Uh, obviously, Luis Diaz went to, to Liverpool, and then that meant uh, Porto had to sign a winger. They sent Galeno for, for Braga. He played as the last time. Polina as well, he's went to Sporting Lisbon over the past year. Uh, he's also constantly in the, the Portuguese squad. So they've, they've sort of brung through more youth of Trincao is at uh, Wolves now, had the season at Barcelona. So uh, although they've lost a few big players, I think they've still got that youth coming through that are they're definitely going to be dangerous. They're definitely going to be a, a dangerous teammate, but overall just excited looking forward to the tie. I think as any Rangers fan right now, we just... They just say to yourselves, why not? Let's go for it. What have you got to lose? Absolutely nothing. Um, I was, I was honestly, as I say, I was just wanting Barca more than anything, um, and I wanted to avoid uh, Leipzig at all cost. But hopefully, Atlanta can do their business and, and pop them out, and we get a, a good game against um, a really good Italian side. Um, so I am, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can do the business and hope West Ham. Um, I don't hope West Ham go out, mate. I'm not going to lie. I mm-hmm. don't hope West Ham go out because I don't really want a. An old British fixer. You know I mean? I want to play one of the bigger, the bigger ones, Man United, Liverpool, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully next season. Um, uh, honestly, I'll take anybody. I, th- I think this is the best draw we could have got. Uh, well, listen, I don't support a team that supports a player that kicks animals about, all right? No having that. No having that at all, all right? But anyway, Barcelona, that's who I want. Oh, I, I don't think I'd want Barcelona after watching them last night, to be honest with you. Uh, one game, one game. I've not seen anything for them. One game. Ah, but that, that's it's all came together in that one game for the future that's, now. Aye, aye, aye. One game, right? You say hang me with Barca. I'm telling you right now, we just we beat Borussia Dortmund, much better team, get the best forward in the world. I bet he didn't play. Ah, well, I know he didn't play, but you know what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really uh, matter. But... I just I'd, I'd like to play Barcelona, obviously, but I'd like to avoid them for as long as possible. Obviously, look, going into that right. draw, right. you want to. Did you want to still get through? I mean, look at all the teams. Braga's the best one we got. I was still going to get through if we 
we get through, we're getting Atlanta or, or Leipzig. We're going to get Barca in the final if we get Barca. Uh, if we get Barca in the final, what Giovanni Van Bromkos needs to do is pick up the phone, talk to some of his pals that he knows at Barcelona, and just tell them, listen, you prepared? Because the smackdown's getting laid on you, all right? We are signing Gregor Stewart again. Going to come in and score a hat-trick for us in the final. Telling you. No, I think the perfect time to play Barcelona would be the final, to be honest with you. I wouldn't like to... Um, if Drew them right now, I would like to brag a perfect draw, two evenly matched sides again, similar to the Red Star game. Gives us a great opportunity going through Leipzig, Atlanta. That's a step up, and then the final, if you get there, is obviously going to be the highest challenge you'll face in the tournament. So uh, it's worked out quite well for us, to be honest, in the European draws this season. Uh, I think nobody expected us to get by Dortmund, which was a big ask, and then getting by Red Star again. Everybody's in it to win it now. Um, obviously, Leipzig get a bye. Atalanta beaten by Leverkusen, who are a very strong team as well. Uh, Barcelona struggling against Galatasaray. There's West Ham beating Sevilla. It's unpredictable this tournament this season. I feel it's been better in the Champions League. Not just because Rangers are in it. Like some of the results in it have, have been good. I feel Champions League football at times that? is it's just I not as interesting. Oh, no, I can, I can understand why. I mean, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Sometimes Europe League can be a lot more exciting, a lot more upsets in the Europe League than the Champions League. It feels like a lot of backhanders for the big clubs to go through sometimes. But, you know, I can agree with you, but come on. There's some, some big ties in the Champions League, but there's none bigger than Barcelona and Rangers. Europe League final, Greggy Stewart getting the hat-trick, I'm telling you. Can you just see it right now? Can oh, you just see can, it right now? We can definitely dream. Uh, it's going to be a couple of weeks anyway till that Braga game, so... In a couple anyway, of weeks, also we'll take a closer look at them, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Just the first thing that came to my mind when also we get through was how did we go through for the group stage? Like it looked like we were out at the group stage to get to where we are now. I think it's just fantastic. And I rate, as I said to you all the time, I rate Geo in Europe a hell of a lot more than Gerard. I know we get some great results and what have you. Just seems like Geo just understands how to play better in Europe for me, man. As I say, with the Dortmund games, tells you haven't you need to know. So, Greg is up for a hat trick in the final. I uh, no, I think um, I agree with you. Again, adapting in Europe is, is something he's not afraid to do, and I just don't feel Gerard was ever really that way. He's just too stubborn and too he's too believing in his own way to to change it up, which I, I didn't really like at all. Actually, there was times where subs needed to be made and times where the system needed to be changed, and he, he never really done it to be honest. So. Um, I'm liking Gio's taking risks and even at Dundee chucking Connor Golson up front and putting Glenn Kamara at centre half like, what's that all about like, these sort of changes are winning us games all the time I'll take it all day long because it shows the manager and the touchline actually has an idea of what the game is the flow and what it needs at the time so in Europe especially like, um, I just thought we took the sting out of the game completely after we scored uh, bringing on Sands and taking Lundstrom off, Balogun, uh, he, he started the game, didn't he? Who came on, actually? What, in the Dundee game? No, in the the European game. Aye, Roof came on. Roof was unlucky, actually, not to score. Um, yeah. Aye, but we sort of made the substitutions. Barisic came on, that was who I'm thinking, yeah, he came on. And I took the sting out of the game. Obviously, we end up losing the game on the night, which is a bit annoying. Uh, Scott Wright, that's when he came on and uh, we lose the game, so uh, Scott Wright's fault. Uh, exactly, that was the first thing I said. I thought to myself, what is he doing? He's got a young, exciting, talented young man who scored in the old firm, sitting on that bench, and he decides to throw 
that on that will hopefully want to be there at the club in the summer he'll be going Packies, Bags, Livingston and you've got a wee decent player there so you can mm. do the business I'm just being realistic but honestly being serious about the tournament it is great to see some West Ham put a team like uh, Sevilla obviously hands down the favourites if they're in the last sort of four you, you, you just get a feeling they'll end up winning it. so it's a massive result as I said for a team like West Ham and they've got a difficult draw we've got a difficult draw mate as you say but it's a very competitive competition in Europa League um, just no matter crap on West Ham fully they have got an excited team and Davy Moyes doing the business I'm telling you Saki, Stevie Clarkey Davy Moyes has got the job Moyes has changed his career there at West Ham because yeah. how many jobs did he take but it just never worked out and I mean he's took West Ham and he's got them back into European competition and not only just mm-hmm. into the Europe just like he's taking them into the quarterfinals which I didn't really understand like uh, English media and everybody like, on Twitter news pages and that were bigging up West Ham getting there which is obviously a big achievement for them if they've not been there in a while but Rangers getting there is much more uh, an achievement than West Ham getting there. I mean, look at the, the, the budget they're on, look at the league they're in, look at the players they've got in their team. Like, if they're in that tournament, they should be getting there that round all the time. Um, whereas us, like, we're, we're never supposed to make it here. So I just, I didn't really feel like, obviously, the Scottish media, are, they don't really like giving Rangers any credit. It was, I seen somebody put up a tweet in, um, it was all about the Sydney Cup friendly and all that on the front page and about Aberdeen or whatever. And then you had to go halfway down the actual news page to actually find anything about us going through. Which again, it's such a big achievement. Like nobody's going to take it away for us. Even if we stumble here, nobody's going to take it away for us. Like that's a big achievement for any Scottish team to get here in Europe. No, it's just a massive achievement. As you say, mate, it's difference and obviously the money West Ham have, but <clears throat> still a fantastic achievement for them. Not- I think they've, when they've been in Europe beforehand, they've, they've really struggled, also at the knockout stages and what have you. But no, credit to David Moyes and his side, because they're, they're a fantastic team. But we're a better team, and we're going to win the competition. Back well, to that. I hope we show we are. And I just thought, I don't know why I slag West Ham. I know what our fans are like. So I'm no slagging the West Ham. No slagging them. Just don't like Kurt Zuma. That's all. Maybe that's no. uh, Czech Republic boy. They've got an all in the Midlands Park. Scored the goal. No keen on him and all as a person. But uh, everybody else, I, they seem like decent players. Um, but I back to the Rangers. Now nah, we'll move it on then, and we'll park up Europe. Dundee was was the main thing on of these mine yesterday. Mm. Um, team lineup came out. Uh, I think a lot of people expected the way it went. Like Hollander came back in. Uh, San started. Um, who else started the game actually? Uh, your favourite Arfield. Uh, Scott Arfield came back in. Ramsey obviously comes back in as well. So. Definitely, you notice the rotation would happen, uh, but then it's easy to blame the rotation when the first half doesn't go the way you want it. And I, it was, it was a, it was poor on the pitch in terms of uh, what we served up in the first half. But before you even get to that, the protests the that that took place, um, Celtic obviously protested earlier on the season at Dundee as well. So Dundee have just been the, the team that have got the tennis balls thrown at the pitch this season. Uh, but we we voiced our concerns, uh, the fans voiced the concerns, which is good of them. Good banner held up. Seen Stuart Robertson on the telly as well. He was in attendance, so hopefully he he did listen to the protests. And I thought at the time, let's get our voice heard and all that. Like, but then you go one 0 down, and the game keeps getting stopped and stopped by by all this protest. And I get you're trying to spread a message and all that, but it's it's not going to be beneficial for the team on the pitch, especially when it's a must-win game at that point. Like, 
we're coming back for a one 0 deficit. Like, I just don't feel it helped as the game went on. Obviously, at the start of the game, I but no, I didn't help at all, mate. I don't. I'm not really caring, as I said to you. Um, everyone is against us. It's it's not what we want, and I'm all for protesting and letting the board hear our voice um, and reminding them who is actually in, in charge of the club here. You know what I mean? It's us, man. I'm not having these people tell us all here by we're going to play in Australia. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I honestly it did affect for me. It, it clearly affected the players straight off the bat. I don't think the players were really expecting that. Clearly, they've come out with a game plan, and then you've got that kind of happening. It throws you off. Um, so you could see it definitely in the first half it affected them. Second half, guns blazing, guns blazing. Two guns. Denzel Washington, Mark Wilberg. Here we come. We went for it. Um, no, nah, but first half you could tell it was affecting, and obviously. The tennis balls. I mean, we've got places in Scotland here. No, nowhere like this. Um, obviously, I know in Argentina they're throwing grenades on the park, but mm. over here we like to be a bit more civil with tennis balls and snowballs. Um, I no grenades. We don't do that over here. I know, I know. Totally get you. Get what you're saying. Like, um, there's obviously a time and a place for these protests. They're going to keep happening. Is the thing that like, if the board don't get the finger out and and just cancel it and just get rid of it. Hold the banners up, let them hang me with the banners. I'd, and obviously, throwing stuff on it the park, whatever. If you think that's the way that's going to really affect it, it's, to me, it's not going to change it. And by doing that kind of stuff, man, it's just that's just going to disturb the team. As I say, that's what I feel happened in the first half. The team are a bit bamboozled about what's happened to them, what's happening here. Because mm-hmm. I mean? these, these players are coming out with a mindset, right? Cool, three points must. Every game's a cup final till the last day of the season. And that happens, that takes you off your game plan straight away. Your, your mind switches. Um, but I'm not, as I say, mate, support the protest 100%, but I just think there's a different way we can do it um, than that. But I hope he's heard that scumbag sitting up on top of there because it's, for me, as I say, mate, what are you thinking about signing and agreeing we're going to play that game? Because I say, once it happens in Australia, soon it's going to happen in America. Let's go to Barbados with it. You know mm. what I mean? Let's go all over the world do it. That's what happens with these kind of games. You know what I mean? It happens with the Spanish Cup getting played in uh, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a Spanish Cup. Why is it called the Spanish Cup if it's in Saudi Arabia? It makes no sense. No, um, no. It's why. It's just, it is what it is, as, as we say, mate. But hopefully it doesn't go ahead. And hopefully uh, this famous tie stays in, in Glasgow where it's born and bred, mate. I definitely. Like, we've made our voice heard. The fans at the game, like, Although I didn't agree with like, the protests keep happening and all that, like surely that's got through to the board in some way, which is what you want, I guess. Um, but aye, this this friendly can't go ahead. Like you've seen aye, how what... how much it's disturbed everyone. Um, so aye, they're, they're going to know. I must have turned around because I know he was sitting in front. You must have turned around, and looked at him, and like you better cancel that, pal. Mm-hmm. It's only going to get. It's only going to keep going. Um, and it needs to be, be cancelled. But one of the more important things, Jack, I feel like we need to talk about, which is the actual game itself, mate. Um, because as we're talking about, I'm I'm going to say it. I know he's, he's a fan favourite for some people, and uh, they want to they want to target the boy that I seem to like, and I've I've took a liking to Sands. Don't think he did anything wrong. Partly when we went on the attack, and uh, Arfield went to give him the ball, and the ball just fumbled to his feet. Arfield, what does he do? He was just running about for that first half. He literally was running about like a headless chicken. And I honestly felt um, in that first half, obviously, it was going side to side. But see if there was somebody there in the middle. I mean, Ramsey was having to come into our half to receive the ball and go out wide to get the ball. And then when he got the ball, there was nothing for him. Mm-hmm. Option-wise up front. 
Um, for me, if we had somebody in the middle proper, we could have worked that in the middle and constantly going at them like we did second half to lead to the goals. Um, just as I say, mate, I don't feel like Arfield offers anything in that game. I think he's good for an old firm and maybe an odd occasion in Europe, but no neck kind of games, mate. He's just run about like a headless chicken. It's just, honestly, like, I've said it for a few weeks now, like, I, I, I don't hate Scott Arfield or then. I just want to see the best possible team go out and and get the job done and play well. I just don't feel that we really ever play well when he's there on the pitch. Like He's like a man down when he's in that attacking role anyway. Like, he just doesn't offer you any pace. Like, yesterday, every time he received the ball, he was getting the ball away. Um, he was anonymous for a large part of the game, and I just don't feel that he should be going forward being a starter. Like Aaron Ramsey, for me, has, that's his kind of position, uh, what it should be anyway. And moving Aribo maybe out wide when he obviously there, didn't play yesterday, but that would, that would could maybe be decent for in there as well, is because he's clearly not a winger as we as you said, mate. If we're going to give Scott Wright some stick, I think Fashion Sicard is there some mm-hmm. stick and all. We can't even beat a man. I'm sorry, so he needs to be maybe popped into that, that position there, just in front. I think he would be f- perfect in there with the pace and what have you. But if we're going to give Scott Wright some a criticism, I definitely think Fashion deserves it. No, he's struggling to beat a man. I'm thinking myself, come on. What, what, I'm, what I'm even thinking as well, if you're going to sort of play with that just behind the striker, like, so the team lines up with the four at the back, obviously two sitting, uh, you've got the three going forward and that'll be Kent, Ramsey was out in the right and you've got that guy in the middle. Uh, that guy in the middle could even be Kemal Roof, just played a wee bit forward and then the wingers could maybe go in a wee bit. You've got the two up front and you need it. just feel that that could also be an option. Sakala for me, as you say, we thought he was a winger at the start of the season. It's more evident to me he's going to be a striker. Like, he's just not getting the end ball. Although he provides a lot of width and, and threat going forward, he just he struggles to beat a man and, and get the ball into the box. Uh, you've seen what happens when he's central. He ends up scoring all the time. So I think I best position for him is going to be central. But um, I am just I, I not an Arfield fan, to be honest with you. I just don't feel that I... He deserves the next year contract. We all thought we we Geo coming in and oh he's been revitalised. Scott Arfield, he's, he didn't really feature to be honest the full season. And Geo comes in, starts playing him. He, he has had good performances, good games. Don't get me wrong, but um, largely I've just not been impressed with him. Um, Geo's sort of philosophy at the start. He's um, uh, tenure at Ibrox was sort of like the midfield runners going beyond the striker and he found a lot of joy with Aribo and Arfield playing in that position but now the formation's completely shifted I just don't feel there's a place for Arfield and then just off the back of a couple of performances I just don't feel that he's, he warrants another gear we should be looking at getting better players in for because it's going to be more competitive next year like Celtic Hearts constantly improving Hearts are going to be getting European football now they're going to get more money they're going to become more of a challenge so I, I just don't feel like a guy like Arfield's going to going to help us a lot next season no listen I, I agree with you um, you know what I mean as I say on the podcast all the time we, we give players criticism when they haven't played well and we, we back them when they when they have played well that's what it's all about being a fan um, I'm the same as you it's the same with McGregor everyone going on about oh I'm no told my back like, I know they're fan favourites but come on you've got to hear them accountable when they have a bad game mm-hmm. um, as I say McGregor's been performing fantastically well over the last couple of games kept us in as we said on the Thursday night but he's the same for me I wouldn't give him a Another renewal, I would say that's it for him at the end of the ring. And I would agree with Arfield. I do think maybe Arfield's uh, 
time at the club is probably up after the end of the, the season. Because as you said, it's going to only Champions League football coming in. You're wanting to improve the players. I would actually prefer it, as I said, if the club actually spent money this summer. Mm. Um, I'm all right with a free transfer if it, it works like Lindstrom and, and Sakala. Fantastic. Even my boy Calvin Bassi, was he a free, no? Yeah, he was, aye. Uh, so there you go. I mean, it's fantastic business in terms of free signings. Um, but I would like to to see the player, the, the club, sorry, make a, a statement and sign a player for a, a good bit of money, um, especially if we're home for Champions League football um, next season. So, mm-hmm. nah, I definitely agree on that, mate. I mean, Scott Arfield, ah, I was going to come on and make a wee hang there, but ah, he'll be playing Dundee next season, but we all know it's Falkirk for Scotty, all right? No, <laughs> he's fantastic at the club overall, he's sang me, but it's just as you say, mate, it's, tight. it's, it's one of them where the time is probably up. Um, yeah, I won't be shocked if he gets another year. By the way, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets another. I just, year. I just feel like we need to move past that. They kind of players, obviously, they were good for the time when they were here, and they have been good servants for the club. It's nothing against the player, the guy, whatever. Like I've respected what he's done for the club. I just feel like we need to be looking in a different direction now uh, to actually progress the team um, and move forward. But I, our field obviously wasn't wasn't great. Kent, Morelos, Ramsey. Uh, they weren't great either. The full team wasn't great. I respect James Tavernier all the time for constantly asking for a ball and constantly trying to ask questions when we're playing poor. Like he always tries to go forward, and same with Conor Goldson as well. He's always trying to look forward. Um, for Calvin Bassey for me yesterday was was really really poor in terms of possession with football. It just looked like he never knew how to pass a ball before. I, I don't know if that was the surface or not, but uh, going forward in the second half he was better. But just passing the ball I was like. Don't I was shocked see, for, for the goal and all. As I, bitched, I thought, I mean, Kent, this thing we do with the man, I thought, come on, where's Bassi there? Um, no, I thought Bassi was woeful, and I'm one of Bassi's biggest supporters. Um, I just didn't think he had a great game yesterday. Um, and I agree with you. See, with Tav, um, I'm going to say it, I'm sorry. Can we have somebody else hit the corners? Um, mm. And maybe give somebody else a chance with the pens. I know if my boy came out of playing, he'd, he'd take the penalties. I mean, I know what he tried to do is, He's done it, bro. Just down the middle or at the bottom of the corners, please. Usual. Don't try and bury it top, top bin. But man. especially at that point of the game where you've not, then you've played so poor, you get the Aye. gift of the penalty. You're like, right, finally we can regroup. Maybe just like literally, you see where the goalkeeper moves. Just pass it into the goal. Just, just score the goal. Like, just don't go for the pure sensational Aye. corner, top corner. It's what the past two times you've had the penalty. I nearly missed the one against Red Star and all. By the way, we're doing that, but. Um, aye, you shouldn't be going for the fucking fancy penalty. Just get the ball in the net and fucking just get the goal scored. Aye, no, that's where I'm at, especially at Dundee. Come on, down the middle, um, do the business. Um, but as I say, mate, I can respect it. I, I thought, honestly, I thought Ramsey's movements, he just watching the game, I thought his movement was, was fantastic. And um, I'm obviously I was delighted to get the goal. Um, but my boy Sands, I just, as you said, I've seen people just. I'm not. It's just people are looking for a scapegoat all the time. Like they'll automatically pick on the new guy. Look, that, that's what I'm on about. How do these people get given a chance at the club? They don't. People, some people don't want to criticise their favourites. Do you know what I mean? I'll criticise Morelos when he said a bad game. No problem. I adore the guy, but I'll still criticise when he said a bad game. For me, Sands did nothing wrong in that game. Partly when obviously we're looking to go in the attack the first half. Ramsey gives him the ball and it fumbles at his feet. The, the, the thing with Sands is like. I just wouldn't play him with Lundstrom. Like, him and oh, Lundstrom are so similar. Like They're basically the same player. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't have the two of them on at the same time. And then Arfield, they didn't really work out for any three of the midfielders, to be honest with you. Sands worked really well with Ryan Jack and, and Kamara last week. Really Done really well. Thought he was man of the match, of course. 
Um, moving into this game, it was nice to see him start again. And it's been nice to see him come on like, for, for half an hour of games, big games, and, and shoot up the midfield and not look out of place. Like, I, I really liked him. Um, I think he's going to have a big future at the club, especially he's going to be here beyond next season as well. So, um, I, I I just I don't get it. Uh, people are easily looking for the scapegoats, and it annoys me with all these players that we get, like new young players, like talented players that could maybe obviously become uh, top players. For you. I'm backing the players that come in. Hopefully, we make up our, our mind with Cedric Kitten and Scott Wright after about a year of them being here. Like we finally found right, they're not good enough. Time to move on. Like these guys are still fresh in the club, off barely any starts. Um, and not to mention the full team played awful in the first half yesterday, so it wasn't only Sands, but um, I, I'm still going to give the guy plenty of time. I think I've, I've liked where I've saw. I just wouldn't have him with Lundstrom again. It's just right. too similar. Um, I, I think he's still going to be, uh, as you say, robust. He can play right back, he can play centre half, CDM. Like he's, he can play anywhere. I think it's players like that you need. He's also showed yesterday, I know he's got a mentality for a tackle as well. I enjoyed that tackle. Fantastic. Mm. I like that. So all round, I'm I'm happy with the boys. They say we we took plenty of time with uh, Cedric and, and gave them time, and we made our mind up with them and we decided it's no good enough. Um, so I definitely just keep Sands time. Do you know what I mean? I just I hate straight away as you said. It was the same way obviously the lad we've signed for United. You can tell that's probably knocked his confidence a wee bit as well. I know we all thought he was bald and then magically mm-hmm. hit there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I but. No, I'm just give these lads a bit of time, man. You can't just judge them after a couple of games and say they're not good enough, man. Give them a bit of time. I know it's a really demanding club to play for. Obviously, oh, we are demanding as fans, but um, sometimes you need to. Is like Morelos has been poor for the past maybe two, three games. To be honest with you, like he looks like he's maybe nursing an injury. Like he, he goes off the bench and he's got the ice pack straight in his hamstring and that. And I'm like, I don't. I mean, obviously, for the Colombia thing, I obviously you want him not to go, but. Um, uh, he's he's not really been great the past couple of games. Kent he struggled in the first half yesterday, but who didn't? Um, and it was all the second half. And it was Van Bronckhorst again making that switch and not being afraid at this time. Thank God he didn't just persist by the 60th minute because the change was needed at half time. Uh, Aribo and um, Fashion Sakala came on immediately. The performance in, it just improved massively. Um, Dundee, I don't think, actually had a shot on target bar their goal, which is the more annoying thing. But um, it took a lot of character for the squad. It was a big test of character, especially you can't hide for we need to win every game. Selic won yesterday. You need to win this game. A limited amount of time, test the character of the squad. And that period where we were sort of just getting corner after corner and really the performance level upped and you could see it was like inevitable that our goal was going to come, which was nice. I just want to see that throughout the 90 minutes. Like, where is that like any other thing? Do we need to go 1-0 down and have backs against the wall and do it ugly all the time to get that sort of performance level? But um, the one guy that came on, the one guy me and you have called for, you more in particular, but came our roof, as soon as he comes on, he wins a header and we score. He, exactly the type of play you need in these situations. Does it all the time. Done it against Aberdeen. Um, and for me, there has to be a starting position for him soon. And very soon. Because he's just... He looks so so much fitter up there. He just... He looks faster. He just... He looks more involved. I just want to see him start games more. He's got to... Well, as I say, mate, he's got to start games more. Um, as I said, I've said it for the difficult away games that we're going to. And he's, he's not getting a lot. And I'm thinking myself... You bring him on, he's getting the goal. He loves a scrappy goal. 
Um, I mean, as I said, I was only cheering for obviously Morelos because with the mm. Columbia situation, really, there's no point in the guy going. He's not going to get a chance. But um, even if it maybe is a long term, I can appreciate him playing through injury. By the way, Morelos, mm-hmm. I appreciate that player all day long. But my boy Kimaruf, he needs to tap him in the shoulder and say, "Look, I can do the business too, brother. Have a wee a wee seat, rest that ice pack on your knee." I'll take care of the business because, as you said, mate, straight away involved in, in a goal. And yet again, helps Connor Goldson. I mean, I didn't expect that kind of goal coming for Connor Goldson, but I tell you what, if we need another striker, I'm not against Connor Goldson playing up front. I think he's got a sweet, uh, sweet foot on him there. I'm telling you right now, that's some strike. But, you uh, know, my boy came out of this a bit, isn't this? And I was about to say, it was comeback season, Jack. You understand? It was comeback season. Never rule us out. Listen, I was, obviously, when I was at uh, training, I was saying to you about uh, some of the lads I trained with, Celtic fans, and they were honestly, see, watching them jump about the place, thinking they'd won the league because we were 1 0 down. And I was like, it's, uh, honestly, it's just what happens in these. That's what you can't do. You can't get too ahead of yourselves. You can't, if, if Rangers or Celtic are getting beat for whatever club you obviously support, you can't look at that and think, oh, that's get too ahead of yourselves. And players can't do that, you know. No, that's what I'm on about, though. See, when they were down, I'm at uh, It's no to the fact that they sang. Also, I was raging. I'm uh, why jump out of Wendy here? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, as soon as I heard that we came back, mate, buzzing. I was buzzing. The same with you buzzing on all, Toby. Aye, come on. You but bu- I Dog was <laughs> buzzing and all. He was jumping about the place. Honestly, loves the Rangers. Um, but no, mate, I was, I was delighted, as I said, after. I just thought if we go at them, I really did feel like the protests um, at the start obviously did hinder on the players' minds a bit, but. For me, as I said, see if you just go at them, just run at them. They can't, they can't do handle it. And fantastic substitution for the manager bringing on fashion. You know, obviously, must have thought that himself. Listen, I bring him on with that pace. He can't handle it. Um, but overall, I thought second half we played fantastically well. A lot more like ourselves, as you say. I don't know how many times we and you've done this podcast. And we've thought to ourselves, um, can we get a full ninety minutes where mm-hmm. we play fantastically well? Because now it seems to be a lot of first half and second half. Um, aye. It's frustrating, but as we say, Jack, cup finals, most important thing. We get the three points, as Gio said. We're up the road now. I love the interviews for him. Nah. Quality. Nah, honestly, a lot of people give criticism to Van Bronckhorst, maybe for, obviously, drawing plenty of games, the old firm game. He's obviously going to come under criticism, but for me, he's, he's really answered the critics in the past. Uh, since, since that um, Celtic game, obviously, we dropped points since, but Overall, I just think we're, we're looking much more like a Rangers team um, as, as time goes on. Obviously, you could maybe say European hangover players uh, didn't really work out for them yesterday in the first half, but second half, much more like ourselves. Aribo, I thought, came on and made a really instant impact as well. Um, Sakala just offers just more than Scott Arfield will out in the right. So um, it was nice to see a bit of width and pace come on. That's that's what, sorry, mate. That's what I'll say as well. Just touching on the managers, you're saying there. See, for me, obviously, emotions running high. You're fuming after losing to your better rival. Do you know what I mean? You think yourself, is this guy the guy? But as you say, he has answered the critics. Do you know what I mean? He definitely has a gaffer going forward. I don't, I don't want to hear any of it. Do you know what I mean? Guy definitely needs a summer to bring in his, his player, what he sees as a, as a Rangers player, because you can tell there is one or two players maybe he's not he's not keen on. Um, I did find that a bit weird. They brought Holander off. I don't know if that was just managing his fitness or not. Or maybe he was just not happy with the performance. Uh, but, uh, I think he wasn't happy with the performance because Hollander, he just doesn't look like he's recovered for that injury yet. Like, to be honest with you, he just really looks shaky every time I see him. Ah, well, that's what I'm saying for the manager. That's that's big for a manager because 
I just feel like under the previous manager, maybe he'd kept him on and we wouldn't have been talking about a victory here. Um, but credit to Gio, all 100%, because he's looked at it and he's thought, you're no good enough, you're coming off. And that's why I like about my manager. He's, he's brave. He might say, Conor Goldson, listen, son, go play up front. McGregor, right back, Tav, in goals. Do it. I don't care, as long as we win. Um, so, but no, credit to Gio. Nah, credit to the manager. A lot of, lot of big calls to be made, as you say, Roof, obviously. He, he comes on, gets the header back. Ramsey scored. It was nice to see Ramsey actually get his first goal. Played 84 minutes again. It looks like he's been get, getting more fitter, more involved in the Rangers squad, which is good to see. We, we knew we were signing a quality player, and it's nice to see him actually uh, look good. I thought, again, in the first half, he was having to do too much, as you say. Dropping back to get the ball, not being able to really link up with Tavenier like he did last year, uh, last um, last week, sorry. And then, yeah, no, uh, getting too ahead of myself. Um, but in the second half, when he moved more centrally, I just felt that that suited him a lot, a lot better. He's played in that position near enough. He's his whole career when he was at his prime, his best, like with Arsenal. He, he was always getting goals like that. He was always in the right place at the right time. Um, so it was nice to see him put one away, get his back involved, and then it was all about pressure after that, and kept on going. and And we had a, a few chances. It just felt like. Luck hasn't been going our way this season. Will we finally get a last-minute winner? Uh, as you say, Van Bronckhorst makes the switch. He puts, he brings Kamara on. I'm like, why are you bringing Kamara on? No, because he's going to put him at centre-half with Lundstrom and he's going to put Goldson up front. I mean, these changes are massive risks because if we leave Goldson up there and they end up breaking up and they score, like, obviously the manager's going to take the blame for changing it, but he changed it to good effect. And Kamara Roof, it comes to him and I'm like, oh, is Roof going to finally get his goal and fluffs it, comes to Golson and what a finish. Um, what a massive relief that was, by the way, as well. Like, see, as soon as that goal went in, it was just every sort of weight that weighed you down during that game was finally gone and it looked like we were going to get three points. Obviously, the injury time, again, the fans can be to blame for that. <laughs> All the stoppages of the game and you're, you're sitting there sweating, thinking of the Ross County game, like, no, not again. But uh, Dundee just aren't a good team. But it, it's really annoying that we actually had to fight back that hard against them because they're really, really poor uh, going forward anyway. But goals and took his goal well. No, he took his goal tremendously well. Um, I'd probably say Dundee's best player was that lad that was in our academy and that. Um, does he no play for him now? What's his name? Zach Rudden? Aye, Zach Rudden, aye. Uh, he was about celebrating that goal, you idiot. <laughs> Hit you with an orange. No, I'm only joking. We'd never have you on it. I will. Um, no, but I thought it was a tremendous goal for Hingway, as I say. Tremendous for the manager, again, making them changes um, when they needed to be done. Doing things that maybe as fans we would look at and go, why is he doing that? But it's about backing the manager and trusting him and clearly has a, <clears throat> a game plan, a vision. Yeah. Maybe Al McGregor out wide. I could see it. He's definitely got the pressure. <laughs> for it. Yeah, no. Uh, no, but as I said, mate, I, I want to see some of these. I hope we read the Ajax Academy, as I'm saying. I hope that guy's turned around and said, did you hear? I've got some top, top players in that academy that we can definitely get over here. Um, but credit to the man, as I said. It was comeback, Jack. It was about the comeback. Um, and it's not over until the fact where they signs. Um, we showed champions mentality for me, mate, as I said. How many times did we do that last season? Do you know what I mean? Getting the winners, Do you know what I mean? So that, for me, it shows me we're in the fight. And it all comes down to the next game, which, to me, man... Next game, as we said the last time, what... With the way the, the point situation was at the time, we were two points clear at the top. Celtic win, they go top, and they haven't moved for that position since. They've only grown their lead. Um, I mean, it's I can't comprehend how big this old firm game is. Like It's literally 
if we win, we're right back in amongst it. We can we're level on points. It's all go for there. If they win though, it's damaging our league campaign, and um, it's uh, he could pretty much say it's as good as done. So. Um, this, this is what I'm on about. This is forget the Scottish Cup, now. Obviously, that's going to be a massive game, a massive game in its own right. This game right here, man, puts the butterflies in your stomach. You know how big this is because this, yeah. this is it. And there's two weeks of build up with this, two weeks you need to think about possible teams and what team's going to show up and what's, what's going to happen, what Celtic going to bring, like who's going to come back for international duty fit and all of this stuff. It's going to be. A crazy two weeks, obviously, thinking about the game. But, um, aye, that's in two weeks. We've got two weeks to look forward to that. Um, it's going to be a big one, obviously. Um, aye, it's going to going to be massive. But the, the three points yesterday was just as big. It's all the same points we're fighting for at the end of the day. If we did not win there, uh, I, I would have probably said the league's as good as done and all, to be honest with you. Like, dropping points to Dundee, you really don't deserve to win a league. Um, against that re- relegation for their team, but um, no, nah, you really don't like Dundee, do you? I'm just listen, nah, I'm not a fan. Talking that the sparklers came on during the game, especially how late in the game, water just blowing all over the park. Like, come on, <laughs> I man. just think they're a really poor team. Like, a Mark McGee managed team, and I look at through their team, and it's just absolute like shite. <laughs> I just could not believe we were actually getting beat for 60 minutes of that game. Like, um, I thankfully we get the victory. These games happen in title challenges, obviously against poorer team teams, especially after a European game as well. It may be leggy, um, but it's all about getting the victory. And I thought it was one of the biggest victories, to be honest, the all season, um, because it looked like we were never going to win at one point. But Goldson sticks it away. And what is going to happen with Goldson? Goldson, his interview yesterday. He's a guy that we spoke quite a while ago on when that contract situation was still uh, in the talks as well. And if he if he leaves, if he signs on, he's going to go wherever his best wishes. He has literally never really missed a game for us. Always puts in ten out of ten effort. Always pops up with a goal when you need him. I remember the one at Kilmarnock as well. Uh, I think it was just Gerard's second season, first game of the season, and and he pulls up with a big last minute goal yesterday. Massive goal. Uh, constantly always try to keep focus, stay forward. Obviously, he's got his moments in him, but honestly, I, I, I hope this guy signs on. I think he's I think he's been sensational for us. Showed that yesterday when he tried to get a body of land and they ended up getting out of throwing. Was that that? <laughs> Aye, he's got that in him. Yeah. I know that's the annoying thing. Do you know what that is, Connor Goldson? You love him. And as you say, if he was to leave, he goes where the best wishes because he has been a fantastic player overall. He's, he's, his stay at the club has been fantastic last season, as we said. Player of the season, had a fantastic campaign. This season, it's because the contract's looming lo- lo- over. You're thinking to yourself, how committed are you to this club? Um, is it bigger wages? All that kind of crap that goes on behind the scenes. Um, performances have been a bit here and there, but as you say, mate, still number one set half probably. Club. I, like, never once has he ever took the half for... Being like, oh, I'm not getting enough money here, so I'm just going to not play. <laughs> no, he's not took the half. Um, you could say maybe, obviously, after the Hibs, Hibs loss, um, when he came out and hanged me and everybody was like, outraged, and then everyone looked back and thought, well, maybe he was hanging me. Well, listen, as I say all the time, as football fans were fickle, do you know what I mean? One minute we're like, oh, get rid of that guy, next minute we're like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to back in the team. Um, Connor Goldson, for me, I mean, it's, it is one of them. Um, honestly, I'm the same as you. I just think, 
What's in the deal, mate? As I said last time I talked about it, potential Champions League football. You're a potential semi-finalist, who knows, potential finalist, a European final with Rangers. You're in the history books there with that. Mm-hmm. Obviously winning winning the title last season, but many more titles you could potentially win in Cups. So for me, there's no better place. Why would you go and want to play? It's the same thing I say, thinking about uh, Kamara or thinking about Aribo. I can understand the quality of player they two are and potentially when they will even go and play in the Premiership. But I just think this moment in time, come on, stay and enjoy the fun that potentially we can have here. Um, I would love to see him sign on. Well, I'd love to have him and I would love to have signed that Dutch boy. Mm-hmm. Having the two of them at the back, I think that would be would be fantastic. Um, but no, it is at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. Um, and it would, if he goes, he goes with the best wishes. If he stays, I'm happy, happy with that. Nah, because he's been he's, he's an un oh, sorry, on you go. Sorry, mate, sorry, but I'm just saying, I just couldn't imagine looking at a Rangers team sheet, and it's frustrating it had been at times where you look at it and you think, why is Goldson playing? Do you look at the team sheet and go, ah, oh, Goldson's no there, he's no, no player. I, I know, it's because it's he's been such a, that just shows you the, the sort of impact he's had on the side that he's literally been irreplaceable at times. Like, he's been the top centre-back for like four years and that's a big ask at a club like Rangers that the fans don't go on your back straight away and you're, you're binned. But uh, that's Van Bronckhorst rated him and, Gerard as well, so I hope we're actually having these discussions with him, um, also, and hopefully having him for next season. There as well, mate. He's hard as well. Think about what that guy's had to go through on a personal level with his health problems, and to be playing as long as he's played for us consistently, season after season. I just think that's remarkable, and um, really does deserve his a wee salute for that. But nah, man, Gregory Stewart centre half next season can hear. Oh, he'd be playing all positions for his next season Listen, I'm, no getting doubt. Them, I'm getting them in there's nothing to talk about with Gregory Stewart but I'm getting the mentions in because he's my boy <laughs> um, and then I obviously the big victory yesterday we can relax we can enjoy the international break um, not not really enjoy it but get by it um, we've got a lot of players going as far as I know McLaughlin Hollander Balligan Bassi Barisic Sands Jack Kamara Charlie McCann uh, called up to Northern oh. Ireland Lowry, away with the youngsters in Scotland, Stephen Davis, Aribo, Ramsey, Morelos, and I don't know if Jamaica are playing, but I put Kem Ardwith down as well. Sakala, possibly. I don't know if Zambia are playing, but. First off, um, what happened to Stephen Davis? Second off, no, don't don't take Ryan Jack and John McLaughlin, please. Why? Did... I, I don't understand what the problem is with Stephen Davis. How can you get called up for international duty? He's no featured on in our bench, and Van Bronckhorst is saying he's injured. <laughs> like... Ah, he's not blue. Um, I know. Um, not sure. I'm worried now. I'm worried now. You've said that. I don't want Ryan Jack to go away with Scotland in a pointless game. I'm in the opinion. Look, listen. What's happening right now in the world is is terrible and it's disgusting. But I'm in the opinion. Come on, just just slap us through. Do you know what I mean? What's the point? Do you know what I mean? Poland get a bypass. Give Scotland mm-hmm. a bypass and all. Do you know what I mean? It's terrible what's going on. It really is. But hurry up and just get a bypass here because it's not games. Not going to get played. Uh, in my opinion, anyway, if it does. Fantastic. That's what we want to see. But um, I'm just oh, I'm scared now, Jack. Why is why is Ryan Jack going away in that Arsenal duty? No, no. Just as long as he gets game time and we can back, he comes back injury oh, free. And... I'm not wanting him getting injured. I'm sorry. Listen, in a pointless friendly, are you mad? I know. I know. It's it's annoying to think about. Retire. Bro, just retire for international duty. It's the well, ah, it was great in the summer watching Scotland fluff a tournament, all right? It was great. It was fun. It was lovely to draw with England. I felt we could have beat them, right? But I'm sorry. Just, bro, it's the Rangers. Come on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll quote um, 
I'll quote Gerard here, you know what I mean? Your, your club's your bread and butter. <laughs> nah, so he says. Hopefully Van Bronckhorst isn't leaving after this international break now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> aye, that's obviously best wishes to the players. Hopefully they can back injury free, help their countries the best they can as well. But it's oh, it's all on the, the old firm game in which they come because... As, as Goldson said in his interview yesterday as well, April was mad. The the the, the games we've got coming up, Celtic, um, Celtic in the fucking semi of the cup, European quarterfinals, like St Mirren added in there as well, just for that maybe that we want to enjoy. But uh, it's going to be a stressful month. Uh, looking forward to it. Next week, we'll, next week we'll hopefully have something planned in terms of. That's no nice, you know, Jack. What you did there? You just called Stephen Robertson a wee a wee one. Is that what you just did there? No, I, I will. I, that's the game you can hopefully enjoy in between all them, I. I'm making a joke because he's small. I've seen him in person. No, oh, we Steven. Aye. No, it's a massive, massive month. And that's, that's the only reason why I'm a bit angry, as I say. 100% go represent your country. Do you know what I mean? It's probably nothing better besides playing for your club. But I'm, I'm already a club man. Come on. Surely. Mm-hmm. How big? How many Celtic players are going away with Scotland? I'll tell you uh, one that's no. I'll tell you one that's no. Apparently the best right back in Scotland, Jack. Anthony no. Ralston isn't. Good. No sure, honestly. <laughs> to be, uh, Cal McGregor, probably. So but then they, the, don't, they don't really have many Scottish players. So, so since since playing for what, the under 23s in an FA Cup game, is, what, is this the first time Parsons is going to get full-time football? No. What a smart man Ross Wilson is, isn't he? No, he got the money and then... No. But what a stupid man Frank Lampard is for not playing him. That's what I say. So, I mean, need to talk about Frank Lampard and the fact that he's acting like the Joker. <laughs> I know one minute he's all smiles and then just instantly just dead serious. No, what's that all about? Don't know. Just I don't know how you could even be laughing after the shit he saved up for Everton. I just aye, no, that is what it is. Maybe be everything that thing me, but. Comeback Kings, Jack. That's all I'm saying. That's what this episode should be called. Comeback Kings, because don't know us out. That's all I'll say. No. Nah, well, it's, looking, it's looking to heat up anyway. Premier League up the top, down the bottom. It's It's been a good season this year with a lot of competition. So I'm looking forward to hopefully your lot staying up. I enjoyed that, watching it, uh, seeing the fight back. I liked Luke Aylin as well, posting about KMR Roof and you know, like KMR Aylin or something you call him. So. Aye, listen, if he's no if he's no getting any game time, he's more than welcome to come back. I'm telling you. He can slot the ball in the net. Although I don't want him to leave Rangers because he's he's massive for us and I said scrappy goals, he loves them. I'm telling you. Keemar needs more game time. But if he doesn't yeah. get any more, Connor Goldson up front or Gregor Stewart signed, that's all I want. Nah, that's the that's the perfect way to end it off, I think. Um hopefully, as we say, come back in more in much better form than we well, for the last uh, winter shutdown and everything, like that was damaging, obviously, to where we are now. But hopefully we can back re-energised and, and really go and get as much as we can for April because it's going to be really tough, as we know. But as always, if you'd like to subscribe and share about for us, very much appreciated. And we'll have something planned next week. I don't know, we we'll need to talk about it. Some sort of list and tier list. We all will love it for the international break. So uh, we'll see what we're going to do. And then cheers.